Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Canadive CBD, a great-tasting superior alternative to traditional dip using CBD in a way that is radical, enjoyable, and effective. All flavor, no tobacco, and no nicotine pouches are spit-free. It comes in five core flavors, wintergreen, mint, citrus, mango, and American spice. It's crafted and manufactured in California, the heart of the cannabis industry. You can find the link to get 20% off in the description of this show. The Pescom Report is sponsored by High and Happy Catering out of Springfield, Massachusetts. Their chef, Michael Best, can cook anything you want with or without being infused with cannabis. Check out some of what they make on their Instagram at High and Happy Catering or call them at 413-785-8999. You'll be happy you did. Pesky Report, a podcast for Red Sox fans. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. This is episode number 146. My name is Brad Chandler. And today I am honored to be joined by Jeff, aka Big Socks Guy on Twitter. How are we doing, bud? Brad, what's up, man? Doing well. I appreciate you guys having me. Um, it's nice that uh, we're recording here, kind of as the socks are getting going. Uh, day games are always fun this time of year, so I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am doing just peachy. I'm I'm doing as peachy as I possibly can. I'm in the process of moving, so like packing up and all this. Like we we were talking just a little bit before. Uh, we started recording, and it's probably the worst thing that anybody could do is like move. It's like just stay, just stay where you're at. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, it gets one of the annoying. biggest inconveniences. Probably it takes up a, an entire week or so packing up, moving. Are you are you moving everything yourself too, or do you have guys moving it for you, or how's that going to work? I actually have my brother, who's kind of a psycho when it comes to moving things. Um, like I have a bunch of stuff, so, and he's like, "We'll have you packed and moved in three hours." I'm like. I don't okay. think that's going to happen, but if you can do that, like, <laughs> okay. But, uh, I, you know, before we get started, uh, I know you're a baseball fan as well. I want to say happy Bobby Bonilla Day. All right. I, uh, to be, oh, I, to be honest, don't know the reference right now. Oh, come on. 
You're not that big of a fan of baseball, then. You do not know Bobby Bonilla Day. Educate me. Is it? uh, Did he have like the ridiculous contract or something that kept paying him out over like 20 years? So I believe the contract is until 2039. Oh my god, dude! Hold on, I'm pulling it. I I totally was like, I was totally hoping that you would get that reference. Man, my bad. Is this the day he signed it or something? So it's the day. So he gets one one million one hundred and ninety-three dollars at one million one hundred and ninety-three two hundred and forty-eight uh dollars and twenty cents every July first from twenty eleven okay. until twenty thirty-five. Oh wow, dude. That's unbelievable. No, my bad for dropping the ball there. I mean, I was aware uh, of his contract. I didn't realize today's the day he gets paid. Yeah, That's, so Steve I Cohen actually made a post earlier today, the owner of the Mets. He was like uh, he was like, happy Bobby Bonilla day, my favorite day of the year. And it's like, <laughs> dude, there's no way that that's your favorite day of the year. Like I you, mean, if he's the one paying it now, there's not a, now he is. I just yeah, found out that he also had a, uh, he's getting deferred 500,000 from the Orioles until 2028. Wow. Whoever's agent is, uh, deserves yeah. a pat on the back. hundred so. percent. All right. So, right. so we're both Sox fans. That's why I brought you on here. Let's talk about the 2022 Red Sox. Uh, First and foremost, let's talk about the big news that just came out about an hour or so ago. Uh, Chris Cotello mentioned that Jaron Duran said that he will be available in two. uh, Oh, oh, we start off with a homer. Speaking of Jaron Duran. Let's go, dude. Nice. Let's go. Jaron Duran said that he, uh, he will be available. In the September. Oh, dude, he laced that. I mean, that was a cock shot. Yeah, it really was. Like, how you just was that? Welcome was that to Wrigley, Duran. That's what's up. Yeah, that. I guess that's what happens when you get vaccinated. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if he is yet, actually, but he's agreed to it. Ah, uh, true. He's so good, Raffy. Yeah, I think my stream's ahead of yours. It is. It is. Is foul though. All right. Uh, um, so, all right. But anyway, but yeah. yeah. So, go ahead. Where where does come out that he will be available come the September uh, series up in Toronto? So that's saying that hey, he's either got he's got the first shot or he's got the you know he's got the one and done shot or he's planning on getting the shot. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I think that's huge. Now, as far as the vaccine side of things as an individual, I mean, it is, it is what it is when it comes down to your own personal decision. But at the end of the day, uh, if you can't be there for your team, 162, just like Trevor story said at the beginning, then that is not in the best interest of the team. So obviously we saw what happened uh, in the series, uh, the most recent series up in Toronto. I don't know if Duran, cause ref Snyder played his ass off. Ref Snyder yeah. had, a, had a hell of a series. So I don't know how much of a difference, Duran would have made. Uh, maybe he would have because he's been tearing the cover off the ball and he puts a pressure on the defense that I'm not I mean, many other had people a cock do. Shot here, so. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So maybe, but so did Ref Snyder too. He he hit it had true. a big home run um, against true. Toronto. But yeah, man, it's huge uh, to be able to know that that's one less guy that we have to not have to worry about going into what's probably going to be the biggest series of the year, at least one of them. Um, that that's massive. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if a couple other guys follow suit here and. Uh, Hopefully the Sox can be set up for a nice postseason run here. So far, the only people that we do know of that are unvaccinated are Chris Sale 
and Tanner Houck, and I believe Josh Taylor. Not a hundred percent on that one, but I think he's not, uh, he's unvaccinated. Okay. My stance Maybe. on it. My stance on it is: if you do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. It's all up to you. It's your your prerogative. My problem is is that if you're going to sit here and say that you will do anything for your team, and then you're not available for your team because you did not do this, that's where I'm like, eh, well, you're not really into the like. I will do anything for my team. Yeah. I mean, you're right. At the end of the day, it's true. Like if you can't be, if, if you're not on the field for your team, then, then you're hurting your team. Or if you're not available to be on the team, then, then it hurts the team. Especially if you're a guy who like Duran has positioned himself to be um, a key piece of this lineup right now, most likely for the rest of the season. Obviously we'll see what happens when Kike is healthy again. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. If it's a platoon situation or, or whatever it may be. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if if you can't be available for your team 162, then it's it hurts the team. So that's that's big news coming out. And um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see Duran play in Toronto next time they're up there. Yeah, that's going to be huge. Um, let's uh, let's move on and talk about how the Red Sox started this season. So we obviously got the big uh, big signing. We got Trevor Story. Um, huge. That was awesome. Thought it was a great signing. Still think it's a great signing. Um, but the way they started off just, it literally like, it just flattened Mm. the entire fan base. Like everybody was just like, Oh no, it's going to be, this is not going to be a good season. Yada, yada, yada. So we started the 2022 season off like garbage. Pitchers aren't pitching all that well. Bullpen is blowing games. We had uh, Salamora. He was, like, throwing games. Literally, he was throwing away (laughs) games uh, against Baltimore. Uh, We still haven't won a series against the American League East. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? How do you feel about this team before they went on their hot streak? Okay, before. um, Well, the first thing is that – the. Top of the first inning of the first game of the season looked pretty damn good when uh, Devers took uh, Garrett Cole deep. And I think Sox went up 3 nothing after the top of the first. And it was uh, I-, I was very excited about that. And then, yeah, to your point, it was pretty much entirely downhill for the next, God, I don't know, what was it, six weeks pretty much. Um, it wasn't good. I At no point was I ever on the Sox should not have paid Trevor Story bandwagon. Um, that was a little... I mean, that's just small overreaction to small sample sizes, essentially. Trevor Story has a track record of being a very good baseball player. Um, He is dealing with coming to one of the hardest cities to play in at the time. He was dealing with a position change. He had gotten hit in the face. He was dealing with food poisoning or something like that. There was a lot of things going in. A late signing. um, Yeah, yep, a late signing. He got to His wife got pregnant or she gave birth. Um, and, uh, And also he got vaccinated at the time too, which like that can knock you out a little bit when it, when it's your first time, like there's a lot of things that factor into it. Um, at the end of the day, Trevor story, we know he's a very, very, very good baseball player. Um, and now he's playing, not only did he turn his bat around, obviously he cooled off a little bit uh, more recently. And uh, I think he homered a couple days ago, but um, he's been playing gold glove defense the entire season. Like that's one thing that hasn't gone into a slump. He's made a couple uh, he, uh, yeah. I think he's got a couple errors, but like at, he's he's 
arguably the best defensive second baseman in the American League right now. Um, if you ask so. Alex Coro who's the best second baseman in the, in the majors, he's going to tell you that it's Trevor Story. And oh, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you right now, there's some plays he's made that I'm just like, holy crap, dude. Mm-hmm. Like how, how are you making these? Um, yep. There was, I believe, I believe it was the series against the New York Yankees, which it's so surprising that they've only played them once, uh, one series this year. And we're in July. I didn't realize that actually. It was the first series of the year. Yeah. They haven't played them since. No, they That's haven't. Cool. And I think it was after the third game, the one game that they beat the Yankees, I Xander made like a tremendous play or whatever. And uh, he was getting interviewed by Jemai and he was like, he's bogeyman. That's why he's the best. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like that right there is going to earn you like brownie points from yep. uh, this fan base. When you're talking great about our shortstop, what, you know, awesome. The yep. other, So um, another thing that I kind of want to talk about here is like, seeming as though we're talking about Trevor's story. There's been a lot of concerns. I'm like, okay, he's going to take over for Bogey. If Bogey leaves, this, that, and the other thing, he'll play shortstop when Bogey's, um, you know, taking a rest or whatever. No, uh, Trevor at the beginning of the season stated he was like, I'm paying attention to my position. I'm a, I'm the second baseman here. That's my position. I need to focus on that. I, you know, I'm not going to play shortstop. So they're putting, you know, they've had Kike over there. They've had. Uh, Albert Ouz play over there. They've had Arroyo play over there. What are your thoughts on the fact that he has he's committed to his position and not trying to like show off and be like, I can play better than than Bogey or I'm, yeah. I'm a better option. Um, I love it because uh, the biggest thing is like, granted, I mean, it's not like he's moving from. I don't know, third base to first base or something like moving from shortstop to second is not a drastic change, but it's still a pretty big change because your footwork turn into is totally different. It's all reverse, whether you're making the turn or you're making the feed. Um, Obviously the throw is a little bit different. It's a little bit easier because it's shorter, but then you're also dealing with playing short right field at the same time too, in today's, today's day and age of baseball. So um, the fact that they're not moving him, they're not putting him at shortstop, and he's cool with that, I think that's awesome because, to your point exactly, it shows that he's dedicated to being as good as he can possibly be at the position that he's been signed to play. Um, now, in terms of maybe playing shortstop next year, if if for some reason Bogarts does leave because he gets long foul ball by Morrill, but it was foul, so that's good. Um, if for some reason Bogarts does leave, I mean, Story is insurance for that situation. But just because Trevor Story is here, by no means do I think that that means Bogarts, they're not going to bring Bogarts back. Um, Could it happen? Yeah, it could. But there's ways to make it work with both of those guys. And then even with, um, I think before before the show, you had mentioned something about um, uh, speculating on whether or not Devers could be DH, move to DH in the future. And a way to make it work with these guys is maybe in three or four years when Marcelo is ready to come up, Story can still play second, Xander can slide over to third, Marcelo plays short, and then uh, and Endeavors slides in to become your full-time DH moving forward. Now, it's obviously all speculation. Um, who knows what they're thinking, but there's ways to make it work, and the fact that Trevor Story is um, full-on committing to second base, at least for this year, I think that speaks volumes for this team and for who he is as a person. Team player. Team player, he he's, yep. he he definitely just wants to pay attention to what he's supposed to, what he's signed to do. 
and fantastic. I heard that he actually was offered more money from Colorado yeah. to play his position. And he was like, nah, I kind of want to be on a contender. Yep. I, yeah. I remember those reports coming out and it's like, hi, you motherfucker, man. He, we, not only did we get our guy, but he could have returned to where he played his whole career to play the same position for more money, but he chose to come to Boston because he wants to win. So not only did Heim know what he was doing in those negotiations, but again, that shows the kind of guy Trevor Story is. And um, we love having that here in Boston, the guy that wants to win. And so do we. It's a great relationship. Absolutely. Um, so we've talked about uh, Jaren Duran, what he did today or what he said. Uh, we've talked about uh sander um story and endeavors a little bit uh let's talk about the whole devers in bogey situation a little more mm -hmm. um so we know at the end of the season xander has the option to opt out of his contract which we are all assuming he's going to end up doing rightfully so a lot of people are going to be mad but the guy deserves to get paid what he's worth do you see xander being paid 30 million dollars say i i believe he's 30 right now correct me if i'm wrong yeah um that's right let me look it up let's say like another i believe what is speculated is eight years 30 per do you he's 29 he'll be 30 in october so right so basically when they're done winning the world series he'll be, he'll be <laughs> hopefully um do you think that he's worth 30 million dollars a year so I put a tweet out yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. Um, it was about um, price half of Price's contract because they're still paying half of that. That's off the books. So that's sixteen million. Evaldi's right. seventeen million will be off the books. There's a lot of other guys that'll be off the books. Um, Jackie has a buyout option. I don't think I included that in that tweet. There's a lot of options to find the room. Um, I don't know if Bogarts or find the room to sign Bogarts and Devers if they want to make it work. I don't know if Bogarts is going to be able to command 30 because um, obviously we know. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Across the league, there's um, sus suspicion about how much longer he can stay at shortstop. So, one, to get that $30 million, I mean, playing the premium position is part of it. Right. Two, um, there's there's some concerns about his power numbers declining. Um, I personally don't see that as a concern because he's he's fourth in the AL, I think, in doubles. He's He leads all the shortstops in doubles. Um, he leads shortstops in batting average, on base, uh, I think he I, has not hit a home run since June 3rd. Interesting. That's my girlfriend's birthday. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. <laughs> um, but shout out um, to your girlfriend. Yeah. Shout out to her. Um, 
that's also New Hampshire Day, which is where I'm from, 603. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. It's a good day. But anyway, I'm, yeah. Obviously I mean, not for Xander. Or well, that was, but since then, I guess maybe not. But um, he's still what he's fourth in the AL in doubles with like what's, what does he have? Twenty six or twenty one, maybe. Um, yeah, twenty something. Anyway, but my point is, is that okay? The home runs are down, but the doubles are up. So I mean, he's still he's still driving the ball. He's still getting on base. He's still getting extra base hits, and he's still a feared hitter in the middle of the lineup. You know, not even it's it's July first, and he has twenty one doubles right now. He had thirty four mm-hmm. last year. Yep. So there you go. He's on pace. Or what? About halfway through the season? Not not quite yet. Um, that's that's a forty plus. That's a Mookie Betts double pace. So yeah, I, I I don't hate it. I just would like to see more power from him. Um, there's been a couple spots where he's been in like uh, bases loaded or you know guys in um, scoring position. And he'll hit into double flyers on this. Mm-hmm. It, that's it's been I understand it, it happens, but it gets annoying. Whatever. So Devers, on the other hand, if we are talking about all right, you can only have one. You have to pick between Devers and Bogarts, and that's I feel like that's going to be the position that I Bloom's going to be in uh, come at come the end of the season. Who do you think they should? Uh, who would you choose? So if, if I have to choose one of those guys, I mean, it, it has to be Devers. It has to be. He's the younger talent. He's one of the most feared hitters in baseball. I mean, he, he might be the best hitter in the American League this season. That's obviously a bold statement. But, um, I mean, he's, he's making a case for it. He, he's unbelievable. He can hit for power. He can hit for average. He's starting to hit the other way now. That home run he hit, I think it was in Seattle when the ball was like a foot out of the zone and he wrapped <laughs> it around the left field pole. Unbelievable, dude. What, he- what he is if there's one player that I could compare him to as a batter, it would be Vlad Senior. Yeah, I agree. He is such a good bad bad pitch hitter. Yep. yep. Like it can be down at the ankles and he'll golf that thing out to like center field. Yeah. It's so incredible how he does that. Yep. I, I agree. That's, that's exactly right. He is. I've said that to people too, before that he swings at pitches the way Guerrero does. Obviously they're uh, two different players um, in most areas, but in terms of kind of their approaches at the plate, the balls they're looking to drive, that's very similar. Um, and he's also is how old is Devers? Is he 25? I think I, I want to say he's 25. Um, Yeah, he's 25. He'll be 26 in October. So he's, Four years younger uh, than Xander as well. Now, if it's if it has to be one or the other, I, I think you have to go with Devers. But I just if they want both guys here, and Heim has sounded adamant about wanting both guys here. Obviously, he has to say that too to an extent. But if they want to make it work with both guys, they can absolutely find a way to make it work. Now, there's always going to be a a portion of the fan base in Red Sox Twitter that says, well, they shouldn't pay these guys that much money, whatever. But like, do you want these guys here or not? At the end of the day, like they can make it work if they really want to. It might mean a guy like Evaldi doesn't come back, which, which would suck because I love Nate. He's, he's a huge piece of this team, but at the same time, if you're choosing two out of those three guys, I mean, I think the choice is kind of obvious. I would go Xander endeavors in a heartbeat. And then also on top of it, Go ahead. Our pitching, our pitching depth is getting a lot better now too. Exactly. I mean, we've got uh, Brian Bello, 
Um, we've got Walters. Yep. Um, the the guys down in AAA right now are just killing it. We had Zach Kelly on uh, just recently. Nice. A relief pitcher uh, out of the pen who's topping it, who's hit 96 miles per hour. Okay. Um, we've still, we've got more depth now than we've had in like the past 10 years when mm-hmm. it comes, um, I wouldn't say 10 years, let's say like five, six years, you know? So, but yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's nice to be, we've got Winkowski, we've got Siebold. If people can say that Siebold isn't, isn't ready or whatnot, I, I beg to differ. I think he's ready. Winkowski had a bad first game this season, too. He pitched against the Orioles and got shelled. Mm. And then Seabold came up. He got shelled against a really good team like the Toronto Blue Jays. So you can't, you can't judge a guy by just a one one outing. But no, I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, obviously, there's it's guys don't come up here and succeed right away very often. The jump from AAA to the MLB is the hardest jump there is in professional baseball. And yeah, I mean, there, there's still a lot of development to come, but you're spot on, man. There's there's a lot of pitching depth in this organization to the likes of which we haven't seen probably in longer than that time frame. You said five or six years. Like when I said, I said 10 the first time we haven't, we haven't had any pitching. We haven't had pitching. No prospects. Yeah. When's the last, like Lester came up and he, obviously he, he was who he was, but who's the other prospect that's come up? You can't say uh, Roger Erod because he came from, he came from the Orioles. Yeah. They trade, right. They traded for him. Uh, That was the Miller Miller trade. Yeah. And I mean, Lester's probably the last one. That's the, yeah, that's the last one I can think of. There might be somebody that we're missing, but yeah. And that's one guy, right? Granted it's John Lester. He's one of the greatest to pitch in a Red Sox uniform in my lifetime. Um, So I don't want to say any of these guys are going to be him, but the fact that we have like four or five guys that could potentially be back end starters to top of the rotation starters, even though we don't necessarily need them to be just yet. Um, Yeah. So, so that my point is, is, if Evaldi has to go to keep those two guys, I'm okay with it. But at the same time, the contract he, or uh, the season he's having right now, which obviously he's been hurt for a while now, um, he's not going to resign for 17 million. I don't think a team's going to give him 17 million. I think there's too many question marks with that. But also, the I'm amount not of home many. runs he's given up this season, I think he's mm-hmm. given up 16 home runs so far, and that's kind of alarming. Uh, yeah, is it really? So, that yeah. Um. Yeah, so exactly. And it's and not he's been out for almost a month. Yeah. So he's not his stock is not very high right now. So maybe he comes back on who knows if it's similar to like a Michael Walker contract. I don't want to put those two guys in the same boat coming in like Waka coming into this season where Ivaldi has been over I'm, the last four years. But I was really happy about the Waka signing. We had one of our co-hosts, uh Ryan Brady, who absolutely mm-hmm. hated it. And Every time he comes on now, I'm always like, so how do you feel about uh, Michael Walker signing with the Red Sox? <laughs> He's like, I was wrong. I was wrong. But in, in other words, like I have to give him a lot of credit because uh, since he joined the uh, the podcast last season, uh, he has adamantly said that uh, Matt Barnes sucks. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people, even some people on our, on our crew, who said that Matt Barnes was elite. And... Then he shit the bed as soon as he signed that uh, extension. And then Crazy, Brian, right? Brian Brady was literally like, he said, they're like, told you so, told you so. And then 
And then he comes back this season and he sucks again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a shame because I've always liked Barnes. Um, I think he's a great personality, a great guy in the clubhouse by all accounts. Um, and it was really awesome to see him be an all-star last year as a closer too, like a top three closer in the American league. Excuse me. That, uh, that was awesome to see. And then, yeah, it was crazy how like he signed the contract and who knows what happened mentally, or maybe it wasn't mental. Maybe it was something physical that the Red Sox just overlooked who knows, but um, I kind of feel bad for the guy, but at the same time, at least he, at least he got his money. Um, I've had interactions with some people where talking about like um, Barnes's contract should mean that they saw him as the closer of the future. And that's kind of what's messed the socks up right now. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily true because if his I have, contract. He's... I have actually said that it's uh, if Matt Barnes was able to be the pitcher that the Red Sox signed him with that extension, they wouldn't be in the position that they are in right now to put Tanner Houck as the closer. He wouldn't yeah. have been the closer. Matt Barnes. Right. I, I, I agree, but I don't know if they ever saw him as the closer, the long-term closer of the future, even for those four years that they signed him to, because his contract is um, it's basic. It's like seven and a quarter average annual value is what it is, which that's that lines up like right in between like uh, Ryan Tapera and Kendall Graveman, both guys, both of which are primary or uh, really good setup guys for their respective teams. So I feel like that's where they really wanted Barnes to be was in that eighth inning role. Um, granted, at the time they signed him, he was he was a, a lockdown closer. So like maybe they thought they could they could sneak away with one there, and, and Heim was getting a good deal. I think look at what way, they did would be a win if Barnes could be effective on the field, even if he's an eighth inning guy. Like I think that's a fine contract for that. Yeah, I could agree with that if he was able to hold down things, you know, yeah, unfortunately exactly. he's not able to do so. And it, I don't, I'm not a Matt Barnes hater. I don't hate Matt Barnes. I don't ever wish one of our guys to, you know, unless they go to the Yankees, I don't wish bad on any of the guys, but I mean, you, you cannot put Matt Barnes this season. You cannot put him in any position. You could be up 13 to two <laughs> and he'll find a way to like start giving up runs. And it, it yep. was just, it was becoming it's becoming too much. And speaking of uh Matt Barnes, he's been out since May 31st. And not for you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's a good thing that he's hurt or whatever, but ever since he's been out of the uh out of the bullpen and he's been on the IL, the Red Sox have actually been really good. They went <laughs> 20 and 6 in June. Yep. Um, granted, you know, Evaldi had been out, Kike's been out, Whitlock has been out as well, but I mean, mm-hmm. that's just goes to show, like, what this team can do. Nice one, Dazzy. Yep. Another big walk for him. Did you see the bat flip he did? The oh, other yeah, day? dude. Oh, my yeah. Lord, dude. Yeah, like, a bat flip awesome. on a walk. Um, yeah, I think it was Steve Peralt tweeted that. He's like, I love a bat flip on a walk or something. I retweeted it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's a huge situation, though. Like, I forget exactly what it was, what the situation was. That was to load the bases, I think. Or yeah. something, and it was like a ten pitch at bat. Um, it he was unbelievable. Some good at bats this season, dude. That's one thing about Vasquez is he he has his ups and his downs, but like his whole career, I've been saying this about him that like when he's in the box, eighty percent of the time he gives you a good at bat. Whether or not he wins it is one thing, but like he up, he's up there and he grinds. What are you laughing at? Oh my god, Ian Brown. <clears throat> 
it took one pitch for Jaron Duran to make up for lost time on Friday in Chicago. And Duran says he won't miss a pitch when the Red Sox are in Toronto for games 157 through 159. That's huge. That's huge. He's going. They are they are going to live and breathe on that. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's like, look, say that you're gonna you're gonna get vaccinated and you immediately become a superstar. Oh. 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 Wow. Let's go. Fuck everybody who hates Jackie. Dude, this is what bases clearing double for Jackie Bradley. I'll drink to that. (laughs) I got to. With that snapped his over 26, I think, right? It did. That's huge. No, I, I love Jackie Bradley. I've been a huge Jackie guy. Um, I mean, for a long time. I just my thing with him is that he doesn't need to hit for this lineup. That that's my take on it. Is he's he's such a good defender. He hasn't made an error. I think it's been since 2018, maybe 2019. Um, I think 2018. And he he's as elite as it gets in the outfield. So anything you get from him from an offensive standpoint is a bonus. Now, is over 26 good? Obviously no. not. That's really really bad. But um I mean, when he can go out there and do what he does, the Red Sox typically score enough runs anyway, and then on top of it now he's hitting bases clearing doubles. This is huge. Love to see that. I'll always have love for Jackie Bradley. My name's Bradley, so we already have a connection. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I told the story to um, to our friend Justin from um, Baseball and Whatever podcast. They're, Cubs yep. and they're, they're a Chicago-based podcast. So they have two guys that are White Sox fans, and then they have a guy who's a Cubs fan. And I was telling him last night, I was like, since 2013, the very first game I ever went to, I saw a jersey and it said Bradley Jr. on it. I was like, I have no idea who this fucking guy is, but I'm getting this jersey. I'm getting yep. this shirt. So I bought the shirt. I still wear it to this day. Hell yeah. And I will always be a Jackie Bradley Jr. fan. Love that. Love that. Me too. One of my buddies down here, um, he's from he's from uh, Mass also. Well, I'm from New Hampshire, but he's from Mass. We're both down in Charlotte now. But he's been... Um, a huge Jackie guy for as long as I've known him as well. And he basically says the exact same thing. It's just like Jackie doesn't need to hit here. His defense is so elite. And he also is a notoriously streaky hitter. So when he gets going, like who knows how long he can keep that going for Uh, right now. Maybe this is a sign of something to come. Maybe this is his breakout. We'll see. Time will tell. But um, so far things are looking good in Chicago. We like that. Yeah, definitely too. Have you ever Um, been to Wrigley? I have not. So I was supposed – I actually purchased tickets to go to a Dodgers-Cubs game at Wrigley in, for 2020, and then uh, obviously we know what happened. But my seats were in right field where Mookie Betts was going to be. Mm. So that's why I, I I decided to get the right field uh, seats. But uh, yep. unfortunately, I have not been able to make it out to Wrigley. I'm going to try and make it out next year. I, I That's what I want to do. Um, I think um... – like with the new scheduler, right? Like everybody's supposed to play everybody every year. Even so still, they, I, I I think I would just go to Wrigley just to go to Wrigley. I yeah. don't care who was playing there. I I agree. If the Sox weren't going to be going there, I definitely would. I mean, that's I want to. You're probably you you might have a similar goal, but I want to see every MLB stadium. Um, I was really excited to see. Did you see what the new uh, athletic stadium is supposed to look like? That waterfront stadium. No. Um. I'll, I'll find a picture of it and send it to you, but it so, looks 
unbelievable. Have you heard of the baseball passport? No. All right. So I'll have to shoot you the link to it. It's a little book that has all 30 stadiums in it. It has, yep. has like a favorite, all 30 stadiums. You could do the box score. You can um, uh, like write down certain things that had happened, if it was rainy or whatever that day. But what they do is they've got one for every stadium, and you can get a stamp that says, hey, you visited on this day, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So I, I purchased that for Christmas. At Long John Silver's, feed your sea tooth with a fish and shrimp platter. Two heavyweights of the high seas dipped in our signature batter and fried to golden perfection. Pair your platter with Wisconsin white cheddar cheese bites and ride a wave of melty goodness. Order ahead at longjohnsilvers.com. Fish yeah! Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. For myself in 2019, I was like, this is going to be awesome because in 2020, I was supposed to go to, I was going to go to Rogers Center. I was going to go up to, I was going to Wrigley, uh, Wrigley Field. I was going to go to Nationals Park. I was going to go really? to Camden Yards. I was planning on doing all these trips and whatnot. Obviously, like I said, we know what happened in 2020. Unfortunately, wasn't able to go to any games. But uh, I'm still planning on doing it. I've been to, obviously, I've been to Fenway. I've been to the new Yankee Stadium. I've nice. uh, been, been to Cinnamon Bank Park. Uh, all, all of those for actual games. But I want to say, and I, I've said this every time this has been brought up, my favorite stadium so far has been Marlins Park. Wow. Okay. It's, it's beautiful. That's it's, awesome. It sucked driving there because I was coming from Orlando, but okay. three hours there and then like five hours back. Um, but beautiful ballpark. Sucks that they can't fill it up. Uh, but other than that, I'd have to say like um, outside of Fenway, since this bank park was uh, really nice, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, fuck you. Nice. But uh, the Yankee Stadium, when I went there, uh, the seats that I had, they were like cushion seats. So, like, uh, okay. I've, I've never been in a seat that had cushions at yeah. that ballpark, you know? Like, I usually sit in the bleachers at, at Fenway. I don't know. Have you, You've been to Fenway, right? Oh, yeah. you've been oh. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, out in the bleachers, they're not the most comfortable fucking seats. <clears throat> so... Like sitting in a cushioned seat. Oh, you saw that hit that hit the yeah, catcher? Off the yeah, off the mask. I think maybe you're ahead of me now. Yeah, that seems a little – I'm seeing the replay now. Yeah, it just turned to replay too. But um, yeah. keep going. Yeah, so it's like when people were like, oh, how could you like the... – I didn't say I like Yankee Stadium better than Fairway. They just had nicer seats. I will. Well, that forever... also sounds like – oh, go ahead. I was going to say always... that it also sounds like um... – if it rains, then you're kind of screwed because the cushions Fun are just going to soak it up. Did, it did rain. Yeah. How, how did the cushions retain the water or how did um, they push them off or whatever? So I actually, my nephew is a Yankees fan. Boo. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to get him to like, whatever. You're a Yankees fan because your dad's a Yankee fan. That's my brother. And like, I understand that kid, you know? But um, 
like what I'm trying to do to him is like I'm trying to get him to like respect the game of baseball, Res- mm-hmm. be like a respectful fan, you know, like okay, you can be a Yankees fan, but don't be a dick, you know. Like <laughs> I, I'm a Red Sox Does fan. That exists, right? <laughs> Not really. I'm a Red Sox fan, and like. I, I don't like the Yankees, but I'm not going to be like a complete dickhead to a Yankees fan unless they're a dickhead to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we have we have people that follow us on Twitter that are Yankee fans and whatnot. They troll us. We troll them. It's all in good fun. But the minute it starts getting out of hand, that's where I draw the line, you know? And that's kind of where I want to get my nephew at is like, okay, cool. Baseball is a great sport. Baseball isn't boring. I like it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I went to uh, I went to Cooperstown with him. Here's the story. Went to Cooperstown with him, and the first thing out of his fucking mouth, this little shit, he goes, he he sees all the championships, like the rings <laughs> and whatnot. He's like, "Hey, Uncle Brad, why did the Yankees have twenty seven and the Red Sox <laughs> only had nine? And he was born in two thousand ten. So I said, Perfect. "Hey, Anthony." Why do the Yankees not have a World Series championship since you were born? You fucking <laughs> asshole. You know, like I do not hold back. So Well, he, he doesn't he, either. So yeah, you so, respect that. That's but now you know we 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 are on a whole new level, you know. Uh he's about to be, I think, 12 years old. And um we're we're more respectful with each other when it comes to that, like we talked to each other about baseball and he he's pretty cool about it. And um, I still haven't been to a game at Fenway with him. And I want to make sure like the first game that he goes to at Fenway is with me, or at least I'm there, you know? And uh, we were supposed, we went to a game one year, uh, one day last year, it was against the blue Jays. And uh, his dad got tickets on top of the green monster from um, he, he's a painter. So he got it from one of the people, uh, Sherman Williams or whatever it is. And I spent $400 just so I could be there. Damn. It got That's rained dedication. out. That's dedication. Yeah. It got rained out. Oh. So my oh, nephew still hasn't man. seen a game at Fenway. Oh, dude. Did you get like refunded for your tickets? How does that work? Or did it, you go to the, the rescheduled game? It was a rescheduled game. It was a seven inning double header. I was so upset. Damn. I'm and glad it they was, got rid of that. This it year. was Garrett Richards on the mound, too. So. What, did, what were they calling him? G Junk Ball G? Yeah, Junk Ball G. Yeah, Garrett that's Richards. what the, Section 10 was calling him. Yeah. yeah. So um, um, you were talking about the stadiums you had been to. So um, you mentioned – or you were supposed to go to Washington and Camden. Have you been to either of those yet? Or you were, you were supposed to in 2020? So last year the Sox had um, they went to Camden and then they went to DC, it, like a road trip. It was the final two series of the season. Yeah, I remember that. Um, so down, I'm in Charlotte, and uh, there's a, a Charlotte. I don't know if you've ever been here, but like a lot of uh, Charlotte is transplants. There's a lot of people from New England down here. Um, it's like it's the closest warm city, I guess. Um, but anyway, so me and a couple of my buddies who are really good Sox fans or really big Sox fans, we went to the series. We went to a game in uh, in Cam- at Camden where Erod pitched. I think they lost that game. Did we get swept that series? I don't know if they got swept or they, maybe they lost two out of three. Maybe it was even three out of four or something. It, it wasn't good. Um, so we saw them lose there. And then we went to D.C. Both of these stadiums are so beautiful. But 
Um, Washington, the National Stadium is is the coolest stadium outside of Fenway that I've been to. I've only been to uh, I think that was the fourth. Yankee Stadium will be the fifth um, this this month. I'm going uh, the Sunday game, which might get moved to Sunday night baseball, whatever that date is. Like the it's almost 17th, guaranteed the seventeenth, I think. Um, but so anyway, so yeah, DC is so beautiful, dude. It's such a great stadium. It's obviously it's pretty new compared to a lot of stadiums. The atmosphere around the stadium, they have this bar called the bullpen, which is basically just like this big open, like outdoor area that has all these different vendors in it, beer vendors. Uh, go ahead. So the way the season ended last year, it was, we got swept by the Yankees. We took, yeah, I was uh, at that too. That fucking we went, sucked. We went one for three uh, against the uh, one and two against the Orioles, and then we swept okay. the Nationals. Yeah, that that was the Nationals uh, series was a big one because I don't believe Soto got a hit. Uh, you know, I I don't remember. I know he didn't do much. Um, I do remember we were talking about Vasquez earlier and always having big at bats. They were, they came up. Um, the Sox were down or they were up one, nothing. This was the second game of the series. I went to the first two games, that series, they were down. I, I think they were up one, nothing maybe. And then uh, Washington tied it up and then it was top of the ninth. And there was like two outs and a runner on first and Vasquez tripled over Soto's head down the right field line. And that's just, dude, there's something about Vasquez that I just trust him to do something good when he comes up there. And, uh, he, he, he did it then it it was unbelievable, but, um, a story, a story from that, from that series. So me and one of my buddies actually two, two stories. So do you remember when, uh, section 10 broke, um, the, uh, the socks wearing originally thinking the socks were wearing whitey tighties and then they were wearing power Rangers costumes going from Camden yards to DC. No. All right, dude. Awesome. So, it was me and a couple of my buddies. This is before I had Twitter also. One of my buddies DM this picture to Carabas. I'll send you the pictures. And Carabas like was they were recording section 10 at the time and he was like um he was like I think I have breaking news. The Red Sox are traveling to DC wearing whitey tighties right now. And dude, so we found we, dude, it was ridiculous. So we were staying in the hotel that was uh across from Camden that looks into the stadium. Um, so we were right there. So we went back after the game, we had a couple drinks and we were like, all right, let's go try to find where the buses are. Just see if we can like get any photo ops or whatever, you know, see, see who we can see. So we found where the buses were. We saw it's like all gated off. Like you could see the players coming out. And then all of a sudden we start seeing players coming out, literally wearing like, it looked like diapers. They had like pink crop tops and pig noses on. And we're like, we couldn't tell who they were. It was like dark out. Like, Here, let me let me see if I can. I don't know how long it'll take me to find a picture, but um, there's it was unreal, dude. But anyway, so long story short, so it turns out it was rookie hazing, and okay, it, it was actually it was um, the Orioles came out first. It was the Orioles rookies that were dressed in the whitey tighties and the crop tops. And then the Sox rookies, once they started coming out, we realized that because they were also closer to us, the Orioles were further away. So we really couldn't see who was who. Then we see Sox rookies like Sawamura, Dahlbeck came walking out in Power Rangers costumes. Dahlbeck, I think, was the green Power Ranger. Dude, I, I have can a, see that. 
I could see that. Yeah, yeah. He he played it well too. Sawamura, I think, might have been blue. I forget, but um, it was cool. So then the next day, or so then we DM'd uh, Karabas and they like talked about it on section 10 and then I, they dropped the episode at like 2 a.m. And I started listening and they started talking about it. And um, I like woke my boys up. I was like, guys, we made it to section 10. And um, so anyway, so then on our way to DC, we stopped at like four or five Halloween stores on the way. We're like, dude, we need guys to get Power Ranger, Power Ranger costumes. Yes. But- they were all sold out though, dude. No one had them. The only plate, the only sizes they had were like youth sizes that just weren't going to fit. Oh, man. Um, did you, that did you at least sold. get the mask? No, they didn't have anything. Well, I guess maybe, yeah, I guess maybe we could have bought the costume and just tried to put the mask on or something, but no, we didn't, we didn't do that. Um, but that would have been legendary to show up like that. But so that was one story. Then another story, we get to DC and then we're talking to this guy in the bathroom, me and one of my buddies, the same one who had DM the pictures to Carabas talking to this guy in this bathroom he had he's wearing like an all-star matt barnes jersey from that year and i was like dude that is a fresh jersey and he's like he's like hell yeah man thanks like we st- we shoot the shit for a little bit and he um he's like you guys want to hear the best story you'll hear all weekend or the best whatever the best fact you'll hear all weekend and then my boy david he's like he's like um go ahead but i disagree i bet we have a better one for you and he was going to tell him or so the dude is like okay go ahead and David's like, uh, we broke news to Section 10 last night about the Sox wearing the Power Rangers costume. And the dude is like, okay, that's pretty good, but I'm Matt Barnes' brother. Was, and we oh, were like, shit. no way, dude. And right when he said it, it was like, he looks exactly like him, dude. Um, oh, same, same beard and everything. And like, I believed him, one, because of that, and two, because who else is wearing a, an all-star game Matt Barnes jersey? Like, who, Who's going to actually admit to being Matt Barnes' brother right now, you know? <laughs> um well, and no this offense, was when he, no this was to Matt he's, Barnes. Yeah, no, no, no disrespect to Matt Barnes. Um, he's. I hope. I hope he can come back. And I don't know if he's hurt or what or what. I mean, obviously he is because he he's hurt right now. But I, I don't, don't know, know if that's dude. what what's ailing him. But we'll uh-oh. have to talk about this. I'm not sure. Um. Yeah. So so that was cool. So he was a wicked cool dude. Um. We saw him like a little bit like the next game. I think too. It was like Barnes. What up? And he was like, What up? But. Um, so those are some pretty cool takeaways from those two uh, visiting those two stadiums. Um, it was pretty cool how it worked out too, as far as the Sox going from DC right to or going from Camden right to DC. Um, I don't think that happens very often. I looked a little up, uh, but yeah, that's pretty cool. You get to meet uh, you met Matt Barnes' brother and whatnot. I think so. Like the only people I've ever like got to like shoot the shit with, uh, I did get to shoot the shit with Dave Dombrowski in 2019. Oh, nice! Um, I went to I went to a spring training game, Mm -hmm. and uh, him and Tony Larusso was sitting sitting in the back, like behind home plate. Yeah, and I was just like, I was asking my buddy, I was like, should I go see if I could get a picture with him? He's like, like why not? What's the worst he could say? No. And yep. I was like, sure, like that's pretty much it. And so I went up and I said, Hey Dave, do you think I could get a picture with you? And he he was the nicest guy. He's like, Absolutely, you know, and he just yeah. like he's like, and then in the background was Tony, and I I didn't realize it until after I took the picture. Yeah. So but, um, the other t- uh, the the only person I've ever been like, holy shit, I'm meeting so and so when it came to baseball was I so I got to go. Uh, a, a couple times, the Red Sox have put on like a a, a a fan appreciation day where 
Uh, you get to go down on the field, meet the players and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So um, in 2019, I got down on the field. I took pictures with Alex Cora, Steve Pierce, Josh Taylor, um, Brian Johnson, you know, all these people and whatnot. And then tech comes around and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, tech, can I get a picture? And he's like, yeah. And I literally this is how I had my phone. And, and, and I was shaking. Yeah, I bet. I was dude. shaking. I almost dropped my phone. He puts his he puts his arm on my shoulder. He's like, calm down. I'm not going anywhere. He's like, he's like, do you want me to take the picture for us? And I was like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. I took the picture and like, I literally turned around, looked at my girlfriend at the time. And I was like, holy shit. (laughs) I just met Derek Tech. Like it wasn't holy shit. I met Alex Cora. Like I met, I met Xander back in 2014. I met Grady Sizemore. I met Andrew Miller. I met all these, all these players and whatnot. And the one person who got me was Veritech. Yep. Dude, I mean, he was, he he was a staple from well from before '04, but obviously that '04 team, '07, um, I think still he was. Dude, that's the captain. He's like the OG captain. I um, here's one for you. Actually, okay, I found some of it. So this, um, we found the buses after Camden. We also found them after DC, and I don't know how much like the players really appreciate it, but. Hi, like there was a couple guys, like I remember Hansel Robles walking out and I just was like, Hansel. And I like threw him deuces and he like looked back and like threw him back. And like, that was pretty cool. But this is, um, if you can see it. Oh shit. Heim. Yeah. That's me and Heim, which is pretty dope. Yeah, and then, um, hold on a second. I got one for you. Yep. <clears throat> there you go. Um, this is. Oh yeah, dude! Hell without, yeah. The <laughs> without the mask, <laughs> you get awesome. to see that beautiful fucking yeah. chin. Yeah. Also, fun fact about that was that night um, John Schreiber was coming out uh, of Fenway, and every I forgot who they were calling. They were calling him somebody else. It was totally the wrong person. I was like, "What's up, Schreiber?" Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And he like he was like what up? And then Hell he yeah. came over. And like I was like, yo, can I get a pick? And he's like, yeah, sure. Basically, That's because it. I was the only one who knew who he was, I was like, uh, you know, these kids were called. I forgot who they were calling him. I think they called him. Uh, no, they called him. It wasn't even close. I think they were calling him Hauk or something like that. Like Hauk, I don't know if you've ever seen him. He is tall. Yeah, not in person. No, I haven't. Yeah, he is tall. I bet but, um, and he also looks nothing like Schreiber. <laughs> no, no. So that's wild. Um, yeah. Here's, I mean, I'm, kids. So I want to just show you one more and then we can get away from this. But this is, uh, if you can see it, the video on the Sox bus of them in Power Rangers. <laughs> who was the Red Ranger? Can, I, I, I'm not sure who that is, but then Bob to the left, he's combing his hair right there, sitting down. Oh, my God. And he, that is and hilarious. then there's another green. 
so yeah so that that was pretty cool um, um but yeah man so where, where were we before we dove into uh all the nostalgia here i got i gotta pull something up all right yeah let's keep it going i, lo- I love this kind of stuff dude like this is like I've been looking for a way to just like get more Red Sox into my life. And um, this whole Twitter thing has kind of, has kind of been my guilty pleasure, I guess. I've, uh, here we go. Here's me up in the, in the booth. Oh, nice. I like that. That's to my Webster right there. Connect. Um, hold on. I don't want to show any. Oh, that was in the booth. That was in the booth. Oh, that's sick. Which, uh, which booth? The Nesson booth? It was Nesson. Uh, which am I? I, I hit him up. I was like, Hey, uh, you know, I'm up on the, uh, state street pavilion. Nice dude. That was, that was the day I met tech. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Here's another one. This one I like almost shit my pants in. <laughs> Salty and tech. Oh, no beard either. Yeah, I was freshly shaven. Um Yeah, man, Tech's a legend. I love that he's just like a red sock for life. I hope I don't uh, know. his his wife keeps hinting at he'll he's gonna be a manager for another team. That yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, he was in the runnings. He was in the running when, like, when Cora was let go and all of that. There was, like, rumors about Veritech. I think there was rumors about Mike Lowell, I had heard. Um, obviously, they went with uh, Renicky, which, in hindsight, was the 100% right move because Renicky did what he needed to do. He understood the assignment, and uh, let's get let's get Cora back in here. Um, yeah, that was, that, that was a terrible – that was a terrible year. But thank um, God but, it was only 60 games. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of people, a lot of people bitch about that. It's like, oh, he was a terrible manager. It was like, nah, he really wasn't a terrible manager. It was just look at what he was working with, dude. We had Mike Kickham and Zach Godley as our starters. Like, yeah. As a wise man once told me, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken shit. That said that. He said that. uh, A guy that I used to coach with, actually, his his dad did because. I coached. Um, I, I lived in Myrtle Beach for a couple of years. I coached travel ball down there, and um, when when we would lose games, that's just some. I mean, not wrong. That's scared. not that's not wrong. <laughs> Definitely not wrong. Find, you can't you can't do that. I'm trying to find my other picture. Oh, here's here's one. This is the very first game I ever went to. That's who I got to meet. Johnny. Nope. Nice, dude. I heard him and Carabas are going to be jumping out of a plane soon. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's, that's just too much for me. I love Johnny. Why, who wants to jump out of a perfectly fine plane? Yeah, I'd rather land on the ground. But um, I do have – so after um, – Oh, hold on. I did yeah, – so uh, one of our friends from uh, UK Red Sox, uh, they, came, they came over – and they went to a, uh, a Red Sox game, and then they nice. went to a Woo Sox game, and I met up with them. Oh, and, awesome. they, and because I got to meet up with them, uh, they have connections with people who work for the Woo Sox. Okay. Well, I just so happened to get to meet this dude, Timlin. Nope. Hell yeah, dude, he's a legend I was, too. I was like, holy shit! Like, I was literally like, 
I turned around. I saw him. And I was like, hey, Tenlin, can I get a picture? He's like, absolutely. He probably loves that, dude. He's like, you recognize me? He still looks just the same. He really does, man. He does. And, I mean, it was uh, – I believe it was something to do with ALS that day. And okay. I think his mom uh, had ALS. So he's very – and I oh. think he lives in the area. I think he lives in, like, Worcester around that area. Okay. So he, that's why he was there. It was really cool. Yeah, was in that ballpark. Dude. So I've never been to McCoy Stadium, so I can't be like, oh, you know, yeah. whatever, tuck it. But, man, it is so beautiful there. Like, there's not a bad seat. I, I tried to go to a game last year. It was actually a game that Danny Santana was uh, rehabbing at. Okay. And I was the only person there that was booing him. <laughs> uh, I, I absolutely hate Santana. I wanted him from, off our team. From previous? No, I just didn't like him on our team. I thought he was terrible. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh, so he had already been up because he started, didn't he start in He started AAA? in AAA and they had to purchase his contract or something to do with his contract. Like if they didn't purchase his contract and he didn't get called up or something, he could, he would become like a free agent or, you know, yeah, whatever. I'm not sure how that he works. ended up coming up during the Philly series that Franchi hit that fucking bomb. Okay. The one home run he hit last year, which is like the farthest home run hit of the season, I think. It's also the it's still the furthest one. He's got the two furthest uh, home runs from 2021 and 2022. Wow. Last year was like 475. This year, I don't know. It was like it was ridiculous last year. This year's was 475. Alex Verdugo had one that almost beat it, but was off by one foot. Damn, dude, Verdugo. He can get into it, man. I mean, there's talk about his power too, and like. I've said um, on uh, on Obstructed View, we talked about it earlier in the week. And Shout out to our boys at Obstructed View. Yeah, I l- love what they're doing. Chris over there is uh, doing great stuff with everything he's got going on between that, Beyond the Monster, Sock Specs. He's got a lot of stuff. Sock Stingers, it's, it's real cool what they're doing. Um, but, yeah, Verdugo's, Verdugo's power is um, – I don't know. It's not anything like crazy, but like then every now and then he just fucking gets into it. And he really, he can produce as much power as some of the top power hitters in the game. But he's, I think a lot of it, dude, is especially in June, he's been hitting the, he just squares the ball up. He, I think I put a tweet out that he, his hard hit percentage, which is any ball hit over 95 miles per hour was like, like over 38%, I think it was, or something, which is, like, I pref- ridiculous. I prefer him to try to smack the ball the other way. Uh, yeah, over. and he's been doing a lot of that. They've I, been- I'd, rather, I'd rather him do that than try to do, a, a, you know, power, you know, mm-hmm. hit homers every time. But, man, when he gets a hold of one, he can get a hold of one. And he's, you know, another thing with him is he's got a pretty swing. Yeah, he does. He does. It's so smooth. It's so beautiful. I mean, and, nobody um, will ever have the prettiest that have – have Ken Griffey Jr. swing, no, and not. that's literally the prettiest swing ever. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm I'm just gonna say it, it's the sexiest swing ever. Um, but right. uh, Verdugo's he's got a real, it's real fluid, and it's like sometimes he has a crap swing, but most of the times it's. Dude, I don't like his. Looked- I I will say I'm not a fan of his stance, or I wasn't a fan of his stance the first time I saw it. Yeah, like the it's fact very that nonchalant. He, he sits outside. He's like, yeah, it's super like nonchalant, like, but that's the thing, like a stance, 
that that's what it is. Is it's it's a stance. It's wherever you're comfortable. At the end of the day, you just need to be able to get to the right spot. And however you're comfortable getting there, that's what matters. And like that's what works for Verdugo. It's it's crazy. I mean, you look at like look at Chuck Knobloch's stance. Not to bring a Yankee into this podcast, but um, he, he was a good hitter, but his stance was was as as weird as it gets. Um, but yeah, point is, is like just a stance. Yeah, I mean, if it works for them, it works for them. I mean, there's a lot of people that have weird stances. Um, but so, I mean, we really didn't even talk a lot about like what I wanted to talk about in this uh, this episode. But um, we we've got the Sox facing off against the, uh, the Cubs right now. Sox are actually beating them four four to zero. It's bottom of the third. Love it. Uh, hopefully, one day I get to go. Holy crap! Napoli shaved his beard off. Yeah. That was another one I was going to say. I, had, I do uh, not like that. That looks so weird. I don't. I'm seeing commercials on my screen right now, so I'm looking forward to, or maybe not looking forward to seeing it. Is he at the game right now? He's the first base coach. Oh, he's. That's right. That's right. I actually, you know, I didn't know that until uh, your previous episode with baseball, whatever, and you guys were talking about that. I think. Yeah, he, he, I think uh, he brought up Napoli. Yep, Napoli's the first base coach. Um, yeah, it was so weird because it was him, um, Ross, um, I think, uh, Euclid was there and they were all like coaches and stuff. Euclid was a coach with the Cubs? Yeah, he, he worked with the Cubs. Okay. It's so weird. And, and I just found this out just recently. He, what are we doing here? Why are we taking, why are we pulling our shirts up? right now? Where where are you in the game? I am in the third inning. I'm watching Charlie Moore commercials. Oh, ball just went back to Rich Hill, and that's in end of the inning. So I'm probably that far behind. Maybe that, or I am. Anyway, but yeah, keep going. So yeah, I mean, like all those guys were part of the uh, the Cubs, and I was just like, holy crap, dude! Like, what is going on here? Yeah. So. Um, hey Jeff, I gotta say, man, it was a pleasure having you on. Uh, unfortunately, I have uh, I have some things I have to get do uh, get get done. I have some people about to come over and move the couch. So yeah, good luck I, with the move, man. Yeah, I will definitely have to have you back on again so that we can have some more conversations because I feel like we really didn't converse as much as we wanted to. I feel like you and I could sit here uh, talk basically all day. But uh, we really did pick a really bad time to record this as well. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I agree. That It's funny. You messaged me earlier. And you're like, hey, I didn't realize Sox were playing at two. I didn't realize that either. Um, kind of cool, though, to be able to just, like, basically watch the game together, whether or not our streams streams lined up or not. Dude, uh, but, yeah, man, this is a good time kind of uh, talking through some nostalgia a little bit, talking about uh, a few different things. But, yeah, man, would, would love to hop on with you again. And uh, uh, just, just let me know. We can absolutely coordinate something. Yeah, let's try to do something. I'll keep in touch with you through Twitter and whatnot. Um, but, dude, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. Everybody, go follow uh, Jeff. Give them your Twitter account. Let them know where they can find you. Yeah, uh, Big Socks Guy on Twitter. That's me. Um, I like to post mostly uh, just, like, stats and just things I find interesting about the Red Sox. Some stuff are, are hot takes, some stuff are not. Some stuff I might just put out there to see what other people think. Not necessarily I believe it per se all the time. But, um, yeah, Big Sox guy on Twitter. Uh, 
follow me there and go socks. Also, before we do go, I had one question for you. Yeah. You had a contest that you were a part of with uh, uh, Boston Strong. Okay. How, how did that come about? Uh, you're talking about the ticket giveaway? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just DM'd him, and I was like, hey, man, would love to uh, partner with you on a ticket giveaway. I'm um, just trying to kind of get my name out there a little bit, or at least my Twitter handle. Um, so I bought a couple Red Sox tickets, and he was like, absolutely. Um, we did it for the uh, – or he or she. I don't actually know who runs the account. I was about to say, nobody yeah. knows. Kind of like um, – In respect to like what stats. they're doing – that that exactly like that. I mean, I think Boston Strong has forty plus thousand stats, has fifty plus thousand. So, uh, what those what those people are doing behind those accounts is awesome. But yeah, that was just uh, partnering on a ticket giveaway, trying to uh, promote uh, my Twitter account a little bit because I just started in December. But then also really show like Red Sox fans that like, look, I'm a fan too, and I I want to just like I want I want Red Sox Nation to just all kind of be in this together as far as uh, cheering on the Sox, whether they're up, they're down, like we're in this together. And uh, this is kind of my way of, of showing that, um, that, that I'm, I'm, I'm one of the fans as well. So um, yeah, partnered with them on that. And it was pretty cool. Definitely agree. Um, I ended up going to the opening day game and even though they lost, it was still a good, it marked uh, two two things off my bucket list. I got to Definitely. go to a Jackie uh, Jackie Robinson day, and I also got to go to opening oh, day. Yeah. So. Hell yeah, that's sick. I I haven't been to either. I, opening day is one hundred percent on the bucket list. It's just a matter of making it work. Hopefully, maybe I next would, year, if not, hopefully in the next couple. So I would totally do that again. I probably wouldn't pay what I paid to be on the monster again. Look at Cordero going. There you go, buddy. I think I am ahead of you, actually. Yeah, he's on first. I didn't see how he got on, though. He's single? He beat the shift. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. You love to see that. Yeah. Did he? Was it him who bunted the other day? He laid down the bunt? Dude, we, let's go. Like, so Why not do more of that? You've got, but, you've got to check out our merch. Uh, we have a we have a Franchi uh, shirt. Okay. It's a, it says MILF. And then underneath it, it says, man, I love Franchi. Yeah, dude. All right. And I then the eye, the eye is Franchi's silhouette with him waving. Okay. Yeah, I got to so, check that out. Hell yeah. Anybody out awesome there who, sure. who, who's uh, a fan of Franchi, definitely go check that out. We'll be posting the merch link in the, uh, in the um, section for the uh, podcast for the episode. So, Jeff, thanks so much for joining. And uh, – Definitely want to get you back on again. And so maybe next time uh, I'll be, by the next time we talk, I'll be 100% moved and we could probably talk for like two hours if we really wanted to. Or, hey, who knows, man, maybe we could watch the, we could watch the game together and watch the stream together and, uh, you know, be off time with each other. But like, just watch a game. Yeah, it's not working out too poorly here. This has been good. But, uh, yeah, Brad, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Uh, good luck with the move. I know that's always a pain in the ass, so I hope that goes well. And, um, yeah, let me know. I- I'd love to come on again. But um, at the very least, let's interact on Twitter, and I will be checking out that Franchi, Franchi shirt uh, as soon as we get off here. <laughs> yeah, the merch link is on our profile and our Twitter account. So. Perfect. All right, man. Take it easy. Everybody else, have a good one. All right. Later. Thanks for watching. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pesky Report. 
make sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.